Father, music is playing. I want you to forget about all the things that you encountered before you got here. I want you to think about the Holy Spirit and what he really means to you. Because the Bible tells us that only what you do for Christ is what's going to matter. I don't know whether you realize it or not, but time is at hand. There's some major decision that you really got to make. You got to really decide on whom you're going to serve. You got to know that God for yourself. And you got to realize that things that you are doing, is it worth losing your soul? You got to know that God's love you in spite of what the situation looked like. In spite of what the circumstances are. You got to know that. You got to know that he's real. He's not to be played with. He's not to be taken for granted. You do the things that you do because you want to. You make the decision that you make because you want to. You decide on whether or not you serve him. You decide on whether or not you want to do party. You decide on what you want to do. The final decision is yours. Based on your decision is the results of where you're going to go. Based on your decision is the place where you want to be. Based on your decision whether or not you're going to go to heaven or hell, based on your decision, you choose to this day whom you're going to serve. Amen. This is the day that if I were you, I would choose him. This is the day that I will Say, Lord, the plan and the, the seriousness of your word is, means more to me than it ever has. 
This is the day that I would tell the devil, I am going to serve the Lord the rest of my life. I'm going to give him my time. And today is the day I'm going to make a decision that this is the day I choose that it's going to be all about him. What I want to do is not going to matter anymore. But whom I'm going to serve is going to be him. Think about that. Think about that. Think about that. Because in a few days, there's going to be a crisis. And you're not going to be aware of it. And you're going to have to make a decision within your heart, within your mind. You're going to have to decide. In a few days, there's something going to happen and you're not going to be aware of it. There's always circumstances. There are always things that come our way. There are always, always types of situations that come unexpected. You got to make a decision. Choose this day whom you're going to serve. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We take this life so for granted, and we know not the day or the hour that something's going to happen. We know not the day or the hour when death comes and it just sweep you off this earth. You don't know when that's going to happen, but when it happens, it's happened. It's too late to think about God then. But the Bible encourages us to be ready. Yet while you live, yet while you have breath in your body, yet while you have movement in your you take it for granted that you can do anything you want to. And you do it. Once again, we come and we bring you the word. Once again, as I begin to study, I begin to see that it's not enough time to really read his word. It's not enough time to really see what he's really talking about. God, what is it that you're trying to see? When we read, we need to be asking God, what is it for me to learn? What is it for me to know? What is it that I need to know? Because when we read, we miss a lot of stuff. We just read and we just read. But the word is not penetrating through us. And you know why? Because you chose not to.
let it penetrate. I hate to say it this way, but sometimes we wait till we get our butts in a sling and then we want God to deliver us. Sometimes we wait until tragedy hit and we want God to make it all right. But yet, what about the opportunity that we had before the tragedy hit to serve him, to give him our life, but yet we chose to do our own thing. You see, you can't be jealous of the people that serve him. And it seems that their life is something about them. It seems like they don't have a really a hardship, but they do. Because the devil fight God people every day. But you see... About that man that chose to serve God. You know what he did. He, he decided to. While you asleep at night. Enjoying yourself. That person that chose God. Said you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to read his word. So while you having a good time. They're reading the word. And, and they're feeding their soul. And they're making. It deep down in their soul. Of the decision that. I'm going to serve Christ. Christ. I'm going to lift him up and you are on the other hand doing your thing getting drunk you having a good time and the person that said I'm going to choose God they're praying for you that you will serve him they're praying for the sick that the sick will be healed they're praying for the lame that the lame will walk they're praying And on the other hand, you living your life. You enjoying yourself. But the person that chose God, he said, I'm going to live for Christ. No matter what happens in this world, I'm going to choose him. No matter what comes, tragedy, a situation, or circumstances come my way, I'm going to choose God. Today, whom you going to choose? As I was preparing to speak and the songs, praise songs was going up. The spirit was so high, it was beginning to speak to me. It was beginning to say, this is the day that you got to choose whom you're going to serve. You see, I was going to preach about Daniel, and we're going to probably hit it a little bit today. We're going to talk about uh, faith. Uh, we're gonna, we might hit a little bit of a faith. We was going to talk about fear. We might hit a little bit of fear. But today I need to know whom you're going to serve. You see, I got to be obedient to the Spirit. I'm going this way. I didn't design. I didn't prepare. I didn't 
I didn't want to go this way, but somebody got to make a decision. Today is the day that you got to choose whom you're going to serve. I don't know who they are. I don't know who you are, but today you got to choose who's to say that you're going to live tomorrow. Who's it to say that when you walk out of those doors today that you're going to be here this afternoon, an hour from now? As the praise song was going up, you know what the Lord said to me? We don't know the day or the hour. But choose me now. We take God for granted and we make choices that we shouldn't make. And we, 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 the choices that we make is all about pleasing this self. Pleasing the things that I want to do. Pleasing this body that means you nothing. Satisfying my friends and Looking good for my friends, but it means you nothing. But what if God come the next minute? What you've done, what the choice you've made would mean nothing. Why does the Bible say only what you do for Christ will last? God said, my word is more important than what you do. Why do you continue to choose another way that means nothing, that will not save you, that will not deliver you, that will not set you free? Only through Christ. Only to him. You know the thing that messed us up? Being that we are tripart being, being that we are physically operating on what we see, we are physically operating on what we hear, that stuff messes you up. And within your soul, you go and you make a decision on what you see. You made a decision on what you heard. You made a decision on what you feel. You know, the Israelite did the same thing. Based on what they seen based on what they heard they said that there are giants ten spies went out there were giants in the land all the bad news that they spoke 
it causes them to be afraid. Why? Because of what they heard. And when they was fighting the Philistines, because of what they seen, they said that we cannot defeat this giant that is before us. Hearing will cause you to lose what God has for you. Seeing will cause you to be blind what the Spirit is trying to tell you. There are two things that's in the physical the devil uses to dominate God's people, to demoralize their eyes and their ears and cripple them where they can't do what the Spirit of the Lord is trying to tell them to do. How many times have you made a decision on what you heard? How many times you made a decision on what you've seen and it was the wrong decision? Working in the physical, your eyes cannot see the unseen things because of you operating in the physical. Your ears cannot hear the things that they need to hear because you are listening to someone else. How many times you wanted to do something and your friends say, it's no way that you can do this. Even people in the church that's supposed to have the Holy Spirit, it's no way we can do this. Wrong decisions has been made because of what you heard. Wrong decisions has been made because of what you've seen. I studied this morning, but the Lord has lead me another way. Your eyes and your ears is what's messing you up. Your feelings is what's messing you up. Now, let me tell you, I'm saying that to you, but I'm also, it's hitting me like a brick, like I'm, uh, a hammer just hammering on me. Too many times we fail because of what we, well, based on what we've seen, based on what we heard, it causes you to really what it does it take it causes you to take a step backwards. You know your friends they always telling you, man, if I was this, if I was you, I would do this, and and they and what you're trying to do, they never experience, but yet they want to give an opinion. And you know what? You fool enough to take it. How many times have 
you fail I hear the words of the Lord saying deny yourself and follow me deny yourself and follow me too many times we let what we hear, what we see, interfere. Too many times it has caused us to get in more trouble than what we bargained for. Hanging around the wrong crowd and, and listening to the wrong folks can destroy you. It would kill you is what it would do. It would set you back. It would cause damnation to come upon you. How serious this is. It's very serious. As I begin to read the word and I begin to read the word and I say, God, what is it that you're trying to tell us? What is it that we need to learn when we read your word? It's a reason why God made us in a tripart being. He don't make you do anything. You make those decisions. Some people say, I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to live my life the way I want to. If I'm going to die with the cigarette, I'm going to let it die. I'm going to live my life to the fullest. But you let cancer come and hit their body. You let something happen that is devastating. You think they're going to still talk that same lingo? You let a heart attack hit you. What are you going to think then? Choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. On the other hand, the spiritual part was created within you. So that you can allow the Holy Spirit to teach you, to guide you in every area of your life. God wants to correct your ways. He wants to correct your direction. He wants to correct Everything it is that you do that is not containing him. God want to change your heart. And he's saying the only way that I can do that is that you allow the Holy Spirit 
to come in. And as you allow the Holy Spirit to come in, and when you read the word, if you allow me to teach you my word. This is why when you read, you got to read slow. This is why when you read, you got to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and talk to you. This is why it's so important that when you read, that you get in a quiet place with spiritual psalms playing, putting yourself in a different atmosphere where God can talk to you and begin to show you a direction and begin to open your eyes, not the way they are open naturally, but you can see like you've never seen before. You can hear like you never heard before. The Lord is saying, I want to open your ears. I want to open your eyes and bring you out into our, our atmosphere that you've never been in. I want to change you into the person that I designed for you from the time that you was born. Your assignment must come forth. And this is the only way that your assignment is going to come forth. Is that you yield to him completely. Today, you must make a decision. I'm going to serve you 100%, and I'm going to let you leave me. And what you see and hear with your eyes, what you see, what you see now that is before you, don't mean nothing. What you hear that is before you now mean nothing. I want to show you something that is more important I want you to see the future I want you to hear my words and I want you to be obedient to what I say I want you to deny yourself daily and follow me if, if you're obedient to what I say today to you I will change your life forever. Can't you see him today? Reaching out his hands, open up his arms, saying, come my child, come as you are. Life is short. Too many times I've seen my classmate die. Too many times I see my friend that I thought was in perfect health. He died. Too many times I see the person that I love the most. Leave me. Taken away.
the most important thing that you can do is to choose to serve him. Choose to serve him. The most advantage thing that you can do is to say, Lord, this is the day I'm going to turn my life over to you. I'm going to read your word. I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and change. Uh, uh, this, this is for me too. This is for me too. This is for me too. And today I accept you. I really accept you as my Lord and Savior. This is for me. Today I choose you. You see, I don't know about you, I made a lot of wrong choices in my life. It looked like every choice I made, it was a mess. I never got in the head until I started doing what's right. When I started letting the Holy Spirit come in, I started reading his word, allowing the Spirit to talk to me, allowing the Spirit to lead me. You see, when I did that, listen, listen very carefully. Listen very carefully. My friends that I used to be around, I had to make a choice. Not to be around them no more. The stuff I used to do, I had to make a choice. Don't do it no more. The way I used to talk, I had to change. What is going to take for you to change? What is going to take for you to let Christ come in? Message after message has been preached. You heard messages from the pulpit all your life and nothing happened. You walk out of those doors and you do the same thing that you've done when you walk in. You go back out those doors and you do the same thing and nothing changed. Why are you coming to church? What are you learning? When the word comes forth, there should be a life-changing word. Something that should be said that causes your life to change. What is going to take for you to change? What is going to take for you to make a decision? Now is the day that I'm going to serve you. Now is the day that I'm going to give my life to you. Now is the day that I'm going to say, Lord, I'm going to really get down in your word. And I'm going to dig deep. 
You got to make down. You got to go deep down in your soul. Listen to this very carefully. You got to go so deep that what you see in the physical will not affect you. No matter what happens, it will not affect you. No matter what you hear, it will not shake you. No matter by what you see, it won't mean nothing. Why? Because you allowed the Holy Spirit to come in and change you. Only what you do for Christ is in his hands. I give it all to Jesus. And when I did that, he worked it out. How many of you would say today, I'm going to give it all to him? Within your soul, go deep down and make a, a serious decision. This is the day I'm going to serve you, Lord. This is the day that I'm going to give my life to you. I can understand why David, when he came against Goliath, he knew that he would defeat him. He did not let what he seen affect him. He didn't hear let what he heard Goliath say affect him. I can understand why the Hebrew boys would not bow down to the golden image. Because they knew something that they God would deliver them no matter what happens. Their God was going to deliver him. I can understand. You see, you got to let that thing get down in your spirit where nothing affects you when it comes to things of God. Nothing changes you. Your friends come around, you start talking about Jesus, you watch and see, they're going to flee. You start talking about Jesus, they're going to get gone want to hear that. God want to change lives. He want to set people free. You know how many people are bound? You need to know how many people need to be healed. You know how many people need to be delivered. You know how many people need to be saved. How many people need to be delivered from the things that bounding them? And there are many things that bound you. That man, that woman, that job, that car, that house, situations, daughter, son, 
always pulling you. Situations that changes your atmosphere. But God is saying, don't let that change you. Get in a place where it won't even affect you. Hebrew boys didn't let it affect them because they knew their God. You got to get in a place where you know God to be a deliverer. You got to know. You got to see something. You got to experience some stuff. You see, David, he experienced the killing of the bears. And before he met Goliath, he experienced something. He knew what his God was like. He knew his God was powerful. Faith gives you the confidence to know that you can trust what God said. You can step out in a situation. You can go into an unknown place. And you can know that you're going to be victorious. Everything that you do is up to you. Today, what is your decision going to be? I can understand the woman that had the issue of blood. You see, while she was in herself, she didn't know God. She was doing everything that everybody else do. Take her money and give it to the doctor. And the doctor just keep her experimenting. And he don't know Until she spent every dime. She did everything within her physical state. She done everything. Just like you, you doing everything. She got to a point. Lord, have mercy on me. She heard about Jesus. Like you're hearing about him today. Somewhere in her heart, she accepted him. And she decided. That I'm going to let him into my heart. And she made up her mind. I heard about this man. And if I can just get. To the hem of his garment. I would be made whole. Sometimes in life, 
We just want things given to us. We don't want to sacrifice nothing. You got to make a decision this day. This day. It's so important. You got to make a decision. The woman, after allowing God to come in, she said that if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I would be made whole. I want you to notice something. There was a crowd of people before her. Many of you would have looked at that crowd and said, there's no way that I can get to his hem of his garment with all those people in the way. You know, we always like to offer up excuses why we can't. But try to think of a reason how, why, and how you can. You know, people call me crazy. Why do you call me crazy? Because they say, man, ain't no way you can do that. You work too much. I hear all kind of stuff. But faith requires work. And without work, your faith is dead. You got to make an effort to get to Christ. You got to make a decision and start walking in that direction. You can't sit on your behind and expect for it to come to you. The decision is yours. So you do what you want to do. I'm not forcing you to do anything. But don't come expecting sympathy when the decision was made, the, 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 uh, the altar call was made for you to change your life today. Why wait till a tragedy happen and then try to make the change? But the, the Lord say, now is the time. Now is the time to make a decision. Today is the day to choose whom you're going to serve. You got to make that decision. You got to make it. You must make it. You know, I'm getting away. I don't even like to listen to the news no more. Because all they can talk about is bad stuff. You know, when I really feel good, when I really feel free, when I really feel satisfied within my soul, and I don't do enough of it. I don't know about you, but I'm talking about myself. I don't do enough of it. That's read his word. When I can just get in the word and, 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 and just allow the Holy Spirit to talk to me and give me directions. And, and every morning, every morning that we are in the office, before we start our day, we always pray. You know, it's, it's obstacles that the devil does. It. He does it 
for a reason to take you off course. You got to realize the, the devices that he's used. And he's usually using it by what you see through your eyes and through what you hear. And, 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 and something is said to, to tick you off. And, and, and next thing you know, you don't lost focus. And, and the next thing you know, you don't say a bad word. And the next thing you know, you, you, you don't. Just gave your life over to the devil. God said we need to get in a place where we are not shaken by anything that is before us. We can't allow situations to destroy us. We can't allow Anything to take our eyes off of him. We cannot allow anything that we hear to take our eyes off of him. We got to know God for ourselves. And we got to know that when we call on him, that he's going to show up. Just like David did. Just like the Hebrew boys. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. They didn't let no situation stop them. They didn't let that. David didn't let that giant, the size of that giant stop him. He said, I come to you. We got to learn how to do this. We got to learn how to, when situation comes, we got to learn how to speak the word of God. To that situation. And you got to have the faith and know that what you speak is going to happen. David say, I come in the name of all powerful. And you know what happened? The Lord took that stone and magnified it to the point where it Killed the enemy. The woman with the issue of blood, she said, I don't care about that crowd there. I'm gonna just go through that crowd until I get what I want. How many of you are willing to work to get where you need to be to achieve your healing? How many of you are willing to do what it takes? Many of us stop right at the crowd because we already said that we can't. Many of you stop right at the... As soon as you've seen that giant, you stop that situation, that cancer, that sickness. You stop right there. But you got to get this thing down in you where you know. You make that decision. Lord, I'm going to live for you. So that woman, she said, Christ, I give it all to you. And I'm going to let you. Heal me. 
if I can just touch your garment, I will be made whole. Let us stand. This is the day that we got to make a decision. You've been doing your thing all your life. And today God says, your thing is going to end. This is a new day. I'm about to soon to come. I need you to believe in me. I need you to really accept me as your Lord and Savior. And when you do, I want you to allow me to show you my word, teach you my ways, and begin to open your ears and eyes up to the point where you can see me, says the Lord. You see, it ain't about you. It ain't about me. I'll be the first to tell you, don't follow me. Because I have no heaven. I know hell to put you in. And I'm not God. I have flaws. But Jesus, who died for you and I, and have no flaws, he loved you. Beyond any man can love you. Today, if you're there, we want you to come. And we want to pray for you. Today, come. Don't look around. Don't let nothing stop you. Make a decision right now. You do about you do it about everything else. Why not? When it comes to Christ, why do you procrastinate? But God still loves you. Do don't you know that if He chooses right now to just remove the breath from your body, you would just die. Don't you know? No, if He chooses. To take the blood away from you, you would die. In other words, you ain't nothing when it comes to God. You ain't nothing. But he wants you to know that he's great. And that he can change every situation through his word. Through his word, he can make you. More than enough. And he can give you more than enough. Amen. Hallelujah. Just going to end. I was. You may be seated.